Hey there, and welcome to day 159 of Don't Forget Your Birth, the podcast with matching YouTube channel titled just the same. I'm Andrea. And you guys, I've had one crazy day. So um, when I got back from vacation, it turns out that my bag that they required that I check at the gate, um, because the airline was full, did not make it back with me. And so I've been trying to track down this bag for two days. And I kind of thought, oh, there's there's not much in it. But then when I got to thinking about it today, um, I got my new calendar insert and I went to put it in my organizer and I was like, oh, my organizer was in that bag. And sure enough, I'm like, you know what? You better just check your passwords out. Oh my stars. It led to a day of chasing and changing passwords and calling and closing accounts and trying to move faster than these people were. Um, it was super scary. Uh, first thing in the morning, there was someone uh, that was in Tucson, Arizona on my iPad showing as active. So I had to get that switched out just as far as my social media and all my photos. And then midday, there was someone that was trying to change out my um, credit card. There was um, someone that was trying to add their phone number for uh, text notifications. There was, even as recently as tonight, tonight after work even, there was someone that was trying to access my um, iCloud from an iPad in Philadelphia. (laughs) I'm just like, you guys, I'm so freaked out, and yet there's not a thing I can do. It is absolutely unbelievable to even catch up with this bag. Um, The flights are canceled. I live in a small little mountain resort town. There's nobody at the gate. I've been out there twice today. Um, and of course, my call, I'm on a two-hour hold. And then once I got someone, uh, mysteriously, the you know the call failed. <laughs> so I'm just having the time of my life. But it's good for me to even give that message to you. Change your passwords and don't have the same password for every last thing. That's what I did wrong. That's exactly what happened is they got their... They got their hands on enough information um, that they were able to open up everything. My banker even said that the day that my bag went missing, that they tried, they actually got into my account online and they tried to change my password in my settings. And so they're sending me that IP address. But you guys, this has just been something. I had to freeze all my credit, everything today. And so I am telling you, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> be super careful with your intellectual property. I, but in the interim, I had to come in and even save my intellectual property being all of these stories that I've written. Um, they had the password to that too. And so um, and the password to everything that you know is related to me. And as I was seeing across the day, they were finding those things because they'd been, they'd been in my uh, Facebook page. So in that... When I set my new password in my blog post, you guys, it like made the font really super small, which isn't great for an old little bitty like me, right? That's aging so gracefully. <laughs> um, and so I'm just going to give this a shot, but it just looks different. It's bothering the whole heck out of me. Let's try this, okay? I've got a good story for you. It's called Clipping Eagle's Wings. And so it begins. The whole event... Even the drive to the small western town in worship and beauty was such a timely gift to me. I opened the door to pure white and glistening silver spread. 
white Shasta daisies, whitewashed woodwork, white walls, white tablecloths, silver ribbons, silver serving pieces reflecting the morning light. Fabulous smells filled the room and the best smiles of my church family beaming in such a sight. Hours later, the bridal shower was long from over, cleaned up among fellowship with sisters in Christ, packages taken to the car, and goodbyes and thank yous all passed out. As I stood on the front porch outside the front door saying my last thank you to the future bride, she grabbed my hand and the hand of the hostess and said, you have to tell Andrea the story of the eagle and the duck. I thought I was leaving. Jesus all insisting I was staying. We wandered in laughter back into the house as I told this Christian author and speaker that I would sit down while she, you know, quote, shifted into character. As I sat on the entry bench, surrounded by these precious women of God, standing, perched as cornerstones and beacons of light around me, the words of God spoke right to me. Goosebumps, Holy Spirit, why have I never heard this word before? Why am I just hearing this now? Being in ministry, you feel like you have heard or read every ministry example or sermon analogy this world can muster up. You resist not lip-syncing and beating the speaker to quote the punchline. It's that bad. This word was new. This word, that day, was for me. This word, this day, is for you. In the spirits of God's people, we naturally gravitate to a certain disposition, an eagle or a duck. The eagle, a born leader, perching up high, aware of others, restless, designed to soar and fly in vast open spaces, taking matters into their own hands, getting the job done, protective, great nesting instincts, great in the nest, great soaring outside of the nest, incredible instinct, spontaneous flight. The duck, content, consistent, following or followed, no cares, paddling along real steady, soaking up the sun and the breeze, feeling perfectly happy, not flying, but swimming along in the comfort of a familiar pond. My needs are met, I am happy, Paddle, paddle, monotony, routine, quack, eagle, duck. Now here's the problem. Is the eagle believing that it is great to be an eagle and that is all she has ever known will try to toss the duck up in the air over and over repeatedly shouting, you can do this, doing everything in her power to make that duck fly and soar in the breeze, tossing the duck up, fly. He can't. And quite frankly, Andrea, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to fly, even if he tells you he does. He is perfectly content in the water, treading along. He doesn't like it when you toss him up in the air like that. You think, surely I can teach him to fly. I can motivate him to fly. I can have him read books about how to fly. Keep tossing him up. Nothing. And the duck, 
thinking that the comfort of the pond is all that you should need, will try to clip the eagle's wings sometimes in words and offense, believing that the comfort of the pond should be all you should ever want and need. What is wrong with you? quacks the duck. Quit flying. Now the neatest thing is that the duck and the eagle are both equally loved and equally designed by God for his purpose, none better than the other. They both were designed with ugly qualities. The eagle swoops down and preys on others, stealing eggs from others' nests. The duck takes advantage of bottom dwellers and will eat his own young, if need be, anything to get their needs met. Duck, eagle. But what if a duck insists that he is an eagle? Well, now, she continues on. There is such a thing as a wounded eagle. They may just need to heal from past wounds or past experiences that even can put them on the ground for a while while they heal and are able to fly and soar again. Andrea, you are surrounded by four eagles right now. You too are an eagle. The ducks already left the shower and returned to their safe pond. You stayed looking for God's moving air to spread your wings and soar on. We all are soaring eagles, all five of us. But you are happily married to a duck? Yes, Andrea. He would no more want to stand and speak to a room of thousands than he has the wings and ability to stand in the room and speak to thousands about Jesus, and that's okay. We clash and we balance. We balance and we clash. And that's okay, because we both have wings and purpose. Beth Moore is married to a duck. Joyce Myers is married to a duck. They all feel crazy in love with ducks that are happy, just treading along for Jesus. Take this story and soar with it. Make sure it reaches the next nest and the next nest, and the next. Or take this story and paddle with it. It will reach just the right person at just the right time. No big hurry. Enjoy the sunshine in the meantime. Experience Jesus in the wind. Experience Jesus in the water. But experience Jesus. Quack about him. Quack right loud. Soar in his glory. Soar his glory to heavens and earth. Reach high and low. Never stop paddling. Never stop flapping your wings. You are such a unique and special part of his magnificent plan. Just the way that you are. I love you. I like this little piece. I think I did share this one at one point on uh, Facebook. So I suspect a few of you may have already read it. But... It's a good reminder for me today, and I still, I just see that, I just see that wife that was just searching. I was trying so hard to make everything work so well, and I hear that in this story, of course, and I wanted so much to understand what was happening, um, and uh, I think that that's important, of course, you know, in our relationships, but especially important that we're understanding ourselves and even what 
um, we need and what we give and bring to the plate in our relationships and, um, you know, in uh, friendships, in, in marriage, in that sort of thing. And so um, in that, I just think it's really, it, it's neat how they talk about, of course, the five love languages, that being Gary Chapman, and how important it is to know, you know, your partner's love language and what makes them feel ridiculously loved by you. Um, super important. But I do think that this was a dynamic that I came across that was really super important for me to be able to understand too. Um, I even, I read a book many years ago and I just saw an excerpt that I posted about it just a few days ago. It's called uh, The Cure for the Common Life, which is Max Lucado, whom I adore. And it was talking about how you want to be a frog. No, no, you want to be a bird. That's right, you want to be a bird because all of your friends are birds and your mentors are birds and you know the goals and people that you're watching they're birds except that you were born a frog and you were born to jump and you have the perfect legs to jump and how we can go through life thinking that we want to be this certain thing and we're innately purposed and created for something completely different and how we can just rack our brains and head against the wall trying to figure out how to be that one thing and we're just flat not like we're created for something completely different so like I I know I've even used that example with my own children is it's like you guys please um that you know when I explain to them that look you guys a monkey can no more swim in the ocean than a fish can climb and swing through the branches of that tree I mean, like, so completely opposite, you guys. And so when we strive to do what the other was made to do and can't succeed in it, we get frustrated. And so I just encourage us all in this new year that we just stay in our lane, that we pay close attention to what we are truly innately gifted at because we are purposed for that one thing. Remember that we are purposed and called here to do. And that is the miracle of it is that you were created. Um, for a time such as this to create and do that one thing that only you can do. And so this year is going to be a good one, you guys, no doubt about it. But I hope you enjoyed that little story. It, it blessed me like crazy just to read it again. And, and I do remember that morning. I remember driving out to that event in this little teeny tiny western town. Uh, it's just adorable. Um, God is so good. I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Of course, have a great night. Take care.